Welcome one and all to the Time Tunnel Love Bubble of Joy called the Good Men's Radio Show. We are Ever Ready host Lemmy X Goodman, here to bring you a cornucopia of vintage tunage from the archives of times long past and hopefully bring you some of the joy I feel as I do it. Another sad passing broke after I'd already compiled this show, a little too late to change the running order, of Jeff Beck, legendary guitarist and innovator. I will definitely play some tracks on the next show that won't include Hi Ho's Silver Lining or Rod Stewart's Baby Jane, as did a popular radio show uh, that won't go mentioned the day after he passed. He was 78 and had just finished touring with Johnny Depp and company in the States, I believe. Well, I really do hope my show's intros won't become the obituaries of people I love that remain. But on a positive note, in this episode we have a mixed musical bag with tracks from Daryl Banks, Julian Rudd, Jay Savarin, Jimmy Cliff and the Amboy Dukes to name barely a few. So without further preamble, here's a jolly start with the Arthur Brown set and baby you know what you're doing. Yeah, the pen. 
Jolly nice. Uh, Simon Dupree and the Big Sound with a medley featuring 60 Minutes of Your Time and a Lot of Love, both from their 1967 debut for Parlophone called Without Reservations. And here's one more while we're in the zone with Daryl Banks as promised and a track from his 1967 debut album for Atco called Our Love is in the Pocket. All for you lovers of early northern soul I feel. track to dance to I'm sure moving on then uh, here's a new one on me and possibly you as well the band were called Backdenkel and despite sounding rather Germanic uh, they were actually from Birmingham they were big on the college circuit scene in 1969 but by 1970 they'd moved to France where they started work on their debut three-sided affair called Lemmings 
Apparently they intended to record it in five days, but it actually took two months and over 200 hours of studio time before it went to mixing. It was finally released in 1973, despite being recorded in 1970, and uh, only released in France. Not sure why. Here's the third track of it, called An Appointment with the Master, which I feel is rather good, and makes me think about obtaining a copy to have a listen. See what you think.
Well, that rather wonderful track was a Danish prog rock band Dr. Doppo Jam, formerly known as Dr. Doppo Jam and his Karma Bees, which is a great name, I'm sure. That was spring-themed summer theme, taken from their 1973 debut for Zebra called Entry. Um, Some prog I struggle with, as you know, uh, but that ticks all the right boxes for me, and we'll have to go on my increasingly large shopping list, I feel. Here's Crocodile now for your pleasure with Snow White and Blue. Enjoy.
The majority now, uh, with their fourth 7-inch release for Decca in 1966 called Simplified. Despite numerous strong tracks, they failed to chart and were eventually dropped by Decca, where they became Barry Ryan's backing band before relocating to France. They then morphed into Majority One and released an album and multiple singles to some success.
That was small-time band The Silence with the 1966 7-inch release for Red Bird called Hey You Lolita. Only the story goes that it wasn't. It was actually a local studio dog's body called Pierre Tubbs who co-wrote, produced and had his own band called The Jeeps. He also had his own studio at the bottom of his parents' garden in a shed where he penned this track and offered it to The Silence to record. He then took it to the Stripe Records where he was working and they were less than impressed as was Mr Tubbs himself. The company asked him if it could be done better so he re-recorded it himself with the Jeeps and it got released as you heard uh, in the USA. Weirdly, despite Pierre Tubbs calling the silence shite, they ended up morphing into John's children which in turn helped Mark Boland's career and the rest is history. Strange world. Uh, the Silver Fleet now with the Lookout World, and despite being a shameless Gloria copy, the baseline is to die for, I think. And I love it. Hope you do too.
of Nederbeat with the Q65 and their debut single for Decca recorded in 1966 called The Life I Live. A change of pace now uh, with a mini scar set as we haven't played any for ages. I'll kick off with an early outing for Jimmy Cliff with his 1963 7-inch cut for Beverly's Records called King of Kings. <coughs> Lion say, I am king and I reign. Lion say, I am king in 
That was Daniel Johnson with his only 7-inch cut for Ireland recorded in 1965 called Come On My People, which I think may have been his only recording as I can't find any other info online. One more then folks to finish the set. This is Derek Morgan with National Dance Year Unknown, although I think this was a duet with Patsy Todd builders Derek and Patsy on Beverly Records. Um, Still Year Unknown and I'm not sure it was released officially. Very good though, and I hope this finishes the set nicely. Enjoy. Here's a case of Left Turn Clyde. Um, Some up for you early rockers out there with the band Third World War. Originally a power duo consisting of singer-songwriter Terry Stamp and bass player Jim Avery, formerly with Thunderclap Newman. They were put together by their manager and industry antagonist John Fenton, who brokered them a deal with Essex Music to release their self-titled debut in 1971. But they refused to release their second album, Third World War II, due to the song Coshin' Old Lady Blues for some unknown reason. Uh, so it was released on track record in 1973. This is the rather good track Rat Crawl, which is all about a working class family getting visited by politicians seeking elections. And we all know about that, I'm sure. <laughs> 
That was Chicken Shack with Going Down, taken from their fifth 1971 album for Derham called Imagination Lady. Here's an interesting one for you, although I think they're all interesting personally. This is a track called Diamond Joe by short-lived Between Bands Project Quiet Melon, who consisted of former Artwood's frontman Artwood, his younger brother Ronnie Wood, uh, who was leaving the Jeff Beck group, Kim Gardner from The Creation, and ex-small faces Ian McLagan and Kenny Jones, and at one point Rod Stewart. They played a few gigs and recorded this track and a few others that were rejected by Fontana who considered them below par. Artwood having his fill of the music business quit and the rest of the band minus Kim Gardner went on to be the faces. The three tracks recorded were finally released on Lost Projects Records in 1995 consisting of Diamond Joe, Engine 4444 and an instrumental. Almost a lost footnote in history I feel.
Well, here's another from the land of the Danes now. One would almost believe I've acquired a box set. Hmm. Uh, there's the Savage Rose uh, with the opening track from their second 1968 album for Polydor called In The Plane with the song Long Before I Was Born. A strong opener for another band that got past me, I feel. Info tells me that despite numerous lineup changes, they're still going with Anaset Koppel still singing lead vocals. Although her husband and also one of the main founders, Thomas Koppel, recently passed away, I believe also that they've released about 18 LPs to date. Um, I shall try and grab a copy of the first two albums, uh, both released in 1968, as I find this track rather exciting. I hope you do too.
rather like that that was a pesky g with a place of heartbreak they released their debut album exclamation mark for pi records in 1969 they started life in 1966 though forming in leicester her with two vocalists basil francis and kay garrett and were predominantly a soul r&b band until 1967 where vocalist basil francis left and was replaced by kip trevor where they then embraced the harder underground sound of the time. I have the album, and it's really worth a listen. Sadly, despite a promising start, uh, they didn't sell well and were dropped by Pi. They then morphed into early metal band Black Widow, rather controversial for the time. I do often wonder if some of these acts that I mentioned failed to ignite, because, as I once told a friend, the problem we had, uh, as used in the early 70s, that we were just spoilt musically, and the scene was awash with a plethora of choice. Only now, when you look back, do you realise how many wonderful acts may have gone unfairly unnoticed. Still, my mission is to keep them being heard, so do come back. Right, moving on, here's the Amboy Dukes with the Nuggets classic, Journey to the Centre of the Mind.
cares behind Come with us and find The pleasures of the journey To the center of the mind Come along if you care Come along if you dare Take a ride to the land inside of your mind Beyond the seas of thought Beyond the realm of want Across the streams of hopes and dreams Where things are really not Come along if you can Come along if you dare Take a ride to the land inside of your mind But please realize You'll probably be surprised Let's funk it up their 1965 style and get down with their bed selves and all that with Mongo Santa Maria now and Mongo's Boogaloo.
That wonderful slice of 70s funk was from Willie Bobo and the Bo Gents, who only released one album called Do What You Wanna Do in 1971 on Sussex. That track was called Broasted or Fried from the debut album, which is well worth checking out. It is worth noting though that Willie Bobo himself, like Mango Santa Maria before, was another Latin jazz percussionist of note and had a prolific career from 1950 until an early demise in 1983. Right in the same vein, uh, one more now with Edwin Starr and his anti-Vietnam war cry Stop the War Now, taken from his fifth 1971 release for Gordy called Involved. Enjoy.
I really do like that. I think it's a great track vocally, and dare I say it, better than Wall in my humble opinion. Right change of pace, the frost for your pleasure now, with the track Take My Hand, taken from their 1969 debut for Vanguard called Frost Music.
was The Good Thing Brigade with the track My House Is Burning, recorded in 1967 but never released as far as I'm aware. By 1968 they'd signed a contract with Phillips and changed their name to Jason Crest, but despite six 7-inch releases culminating with Black Mass in 1969, they failed to make much headway and were dropped by the record company in 1970, where they then became High Broom after the European tour. They only recorded one single in 1970, which was a version of Dancing in the Moonlight, recorded the same year as the original by a, a band called Buffalongo. This also failed to chart. However, if you ever hear High Broom's version, it's exactly like the Top Loader version in 2000, much better than the original, I feel. Moving on then, this is Tim Wilde now with his 1967 track on Tower called Popcorn Double Feature. Enjoy. <laughs> Flying, babies are 
Robin Dean Douglas, um, otherwise known as Ray French and Joe Fagan, with the B-side of their second 7-inch uh, single for Derham called Foamy, which was rather good. Uh, here's Julian J. Savarin for your oral delight now. The British keyboard player, poet and sci-fi writer fronted a short-lived prog rock band called Julian's Treatment, and they recorded a debut album for Youngblood in 1970 entitled The Time Before This, originally intended as a part one sci-fi musical trilogy. Due to record company financial and management problems though, the project stalled and the bands folded. By 1972, Savarin had been approached by another record company to write again. He assembled a new band and recorded Waiters on the Dance, uh, released in 1973 on Birth Records. However, once again, due to lack of exposure and promotion, it sank without a trace, sadly. Julian J. Savarin did climb over bigger heights, though, as an author, and did rather well, I believe. I have the second album, and it's well worth a listen if you get a chance. This is a track from it called Dance of the Golden Flamingos. Enjoy.
the Mandrake Memorial with Dark Lady taken from their debut 1968 self-titled album for Poppy a new one on me but I really enjoyed that track and I feel an investigation coming on meanwhile here's singer-songwriter Mike Cooper to entertain you with the track Your Lovely Ways Part 1 
Just time for two more then before we land folks, starting with this gem I found by the band The Fingers with the Ray Davis pin track I Go To Sleep, which strangely failed. Um, I only ever heard the, the much later version by The Pretenders, which I wasn't too fussed for, not being a Pretenders fan. This is a far better version I feel. See what you think. Great stuff if I say so myself. Well, here we are then folks at the end of another jolly journey through the time tunnel. Hope you've enjoyed it as much as I. Please come say hello on my Facebook podcast page at www.facebook.com forward slash the Goodman's Radio Show podcast or visit me on my host platform at www.podomatic.com and look for the Goodman's Radio Show where you can leave comments, like, listen, download or share my show, which would be very nice. I'll leave you now, if I may, uh, with Liverpool scene and Elsie Straw's saga. Until the next instalment, don't you go changing. Elsie Straw, she had her first child at just 17 And her second at the age of 21 
No husband, said the neighbors in disgust. She taught them how to live in perfect peace. Magic round about to teach them loving ways. Awful, said the neighbors in disgust. Let's report her, said the fattest one. Let's do her, let's do our best To see her kids, they get a proper life A proper life Elsie Straw, she told them facts of life for two years old Left them naked when the sun made it right Immoral, said the neighbors in disgust Let's report her, said the fattest one Let's do her, let's do our best to see her kids, they get a proper life A proper life The mothers, they made complaints and told the welfare man He took her children, put them in a home Sensible, said the neighbors in discussions. But the mothers forgot their children's minds, youngly clear. All their kids they went to live with Elsie Straws. Nothing. Said the neighbors in distress.